0: Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, and today we're going to be taking a look. Well, not really taking a look. I, that's just what I usually say. We're going to be um doing the – we're going to be kind of – do you remember a couple of weeks ago when I made this show, the episode? It was just titled, like, Brett's Favorite Underrated Matches, and it was kind of like – it was kind of about that. Like, that was the main topic, but it's more like kind of free flow, like just talking, you know, nothing – super, um, like, it's uh, hard to explain, but, like, it was kind of off the cuff, no real plans, there wasn't a real topic, you know, we're just talking wrestling, having some fun, and that's where we're, we're going to be bringing that back, that type of episode today, we're the main topic of conversation, it's going to be my favorite matches, but there's no real, like, we, like, oh, I don't have to do, like, a top ten, Now I'm just going to be talking about wrestling, you know, giving my opinions and stuff, and I finally, um, Luckily, yes, I have. I finally have the podcast scheduled down. Uh, it is subject to change depending on pay-per-view, but um so let's start with Tuesday will be raw review, uh Wednesday will be NXT review, Thursday um AEW review, Friday's the new show, um and then Saturday's Smackdown review, and then so if there's a pay-per-view, then Sunday will be pay-per-view predictions. And Monday will be pay-per-view review, unless it's A.W. I, if it's an A.W. pay-per-view, I will do the pay-per-view predictions. But I won't do the review show just because I don't want to pay $50 for an A.W. pay-per-view. So we're doing all the review stuff, new show. But then if there's not a pay-per-view, so Sunday like this, it will be kind of like that off-the-cuff episode that we're doing. And then Monday, I haven't done this yet, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it to, for the first time tomorrow. It's going to be a, kind of a like taking a look at what happened the past week in wrestling like all the shows kind of just like give given a few days to marinate just looking back and then kind of previewing what's happening this week in wrestling ahead it's kind of gonna be like a replay review like we're gonna review what's happening this week in wrestling and then we're going to take a look back at what happened last week and how it factors into what's happening this week kind of just like uh Oh, you're getting interested this week. Well, here's your guide of everything that's happening to kind of like prepare you. Stuff like that. I think that can be quite fun, but I don't know if it'll it'll be able to carry itself time-wise. We'll have to see. So that we're doing that tomorrow, but um, today is uh kind of like off the cuff episode, which I know can carry time because I've done it before, and uh, that's where we're gonna be taking to today. The main kind of topic is gonna be my favorite matches of all time, but um, there's no real subject I'd say. But uh, yeah. So, it, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. But before we do that, we're let's do the outro. So, um, I saw another movie yesterday. I know I saw Boss Baby on Friday. But yesterday, uh, me and some friends, we went to see the new uh, Fast and Furious movie, F9, with uh, John Cena in it. John it, was it wasn't actually it was the first Fast and Furious movie I've seen. I've only seen that one. I've seen Hobbs and Shaw because it had The Rock in it and Jason Statham together and then i've seen f9 i haven't seen the others just because i don't know i just like i know what happened in them but i never like had really i, I don't know why i just haven't seen them but i went not see f9 yesterday it just for fun because i knew some people that were going to see it and i asked if i want to come so i said sure and i knew it would be a good time because i i've heard the movies are really fun and it was so much fun it was like over the top action like Everything I expected and more, and I, I really liked it. I would definitely recommend it if you're into that kind of, like, over-the-top action-style film. It was a lot of fun. And then uh, yesterday, I also got my – I finally got my hands on that uh, Wii I've been talking about. So, yeah, I got the Wii set up in my room along with a small, very small TV. But, you know, it's it's nice. It's been nice. It's been nice. I've been playing Uh, just, like, the other day. I just played some Mario Kart and some Super Smash Bros. So, it's a good time. You definitely, I, I, I had a good time, so yeah, that was fun, and um yeah, good stuff, good stuff, Uh yeah, that's uh, kind of it for the intro section of this episode, let's get into the main kind of meat of the show, in which we're, it's gonna be mainly focused on my favorite matches of all time, but, you know, just kind of like random off-the-cuff wrestling stuff, you know, fun times, let's get to it. Welcome back to the Suplex Show when it's time to get into the main, the meat of the episode, the the entree um, after the dessert and before the, or after the dessert, after the appetizer and before the, I completely messed it up. You know what I bloody mean, mate. Let's get into the, kind of talk about, you know, wrestling in general, what's been going on, my thoughts on stuff, but mainly my favorite matches of all time if you watched my favorite underrated matches, you know which one's coming out first, baby. It's that Gargano Kashida joint. Ooh, baby. Let me set the scene for you. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. Phenomenal TakeOver, by the way. So underrated. Um, it, North America's title is on the line. The GOAT Johnny Gargano at an NXT TakeOver. It's somebody who's in full Johnny TakeOver mode. was defending in the title against Kashida in a match that Could have really gone any way. A lot of people thought Johnny was going to retain. A lot of people thought Kushida was going to win. And that's the best type of title match, isn't it? The The part where, ooh, it could go bloody anyway, mate. So, yeah. Phenomenal match. One of my top three matches of all time, in my opinion. Just so, so good. The limb work. Oh, I love it so much. And it's so underrated, which sucks, too. But it is truly one of my favorite matches. Uh, some more. Other favorite matches. Uh, Money in the Bank 2011, Juan Cena versus the voice of the voiceless, CM Punk, baby. Um, That's so good, too. The crowd is so, so hot for it. So many, like, great near-falls-off finishers and, like, the crowd not knowing who's going to win. It, of course, like, the storyline going into it only enhanced it just... Ah, chef's kiss a thousand times, a thousand times the chef kiss. And, um, I just want to talk for a second. So everyone, this is, like, kind of this off-the-cuff thing. Where Yeah, I'm talking about my favorite matches. But, um, this is kind of off-the-cuff. So everyone talks about Backlash 2000, or is it 2001? Um, it's the one with Jericho on the front. Just a second. Back, I think it's Backlash 2001. Yeah, it's Backlash 2001. So, everyone talks about Backlash 2001. Like, it is, like, the greatest show ever. Or, is it 2000? I'm so confused, man. Um. Um. Oh, jeez. It. It's not. It's not. It's Backlash 2000. The one with Jericho on the thing. That's the one people say is the really good one. That's, Yeah. Backlash 2000. Okay. Everyone talked about this show like it is the greatest, like, show of all – one of the greatest shows of all time. It's it's good, but it's not, like, great or – like, let's just take a look at the matches. Um – Edge and Christian defeating DX, uh, X-Pac, and Road Dogg in uh, 9 minutes, 22 seconds for the do- – I watched this show recently, by the way – the WWE Tag Team Titles Nah, 9 minutes, 22 seconds. This match, I actually think, is a very, very good tag team match. Some great psychology. I really enjoyed this match when I first watched show. For the show. But then next, um, Dean Malenko defeats Scotty Tuhati in a singles match for the WWF Lightweight Championship in 12 minutes, 57 seconds. Another – very very good match like it's actually quite a very very fun match uh and then big boss man and Bulb buchanan defeating defeating the apa in a tag team match in seven minutes 32 seconds that is on the card of what is considered to be one of the greatest views of all time like seriously people bull bull buchanan the big boss man versus the apa in for with nothing on the line Match is over in seven minutes thirty two seconds in the greatest pay per view of all time. People, seriously, like you gotta be kidding me. And then next is Crash Holly defending his hardcore title and a match against Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Hardcore Holly, Perry Saturn, and Taz. And the only way you could win the match is by pinning Crash. Like, let's Matt if Matt pinned Jeff, it wouldn't do anything. Matt would have to pin Crash to win the title, or Crash would have to pin someone else. So this whole match is essentially just people like. Trying to cover crash, getting thrown off. Someone else tries to cover crash. It goes on for twelve minutes and sixteen seconds. And honestly, it's okay, but like, it's not that good. It's it's fine, but it's not great. And then next up is Big Big or Big Show, who came out as the Showster, defeating Kurt Angle in a singles match in two minutes thirty five seconds. Again, like, whatever. Then it's TNA, Testin Albert defeating the Dudley Boys in a tag in a tag team match with nothing on line, in eleven minutes seven seconds. Like it's okay, but it's not like great or anything. Like it's it's solid. Um, and then next up is Eddie Guerrero defending his European title against Essa Rios, eight minutes and thirty seven seconds. Like see, like it's okay, but. And then this is a match that people always remember. Um, Chris Benoit versus, G- Chris for, well, uh, for, versus Chris Jericho for – well, there's another one – versus Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental title. Very, very good match. Benoit wins by DQ. DQ. He wins by disqualification. Seriously? Seriously? And it was the champion who won by disqualification too. Like, why would – Did Jericho get himself disqualified? Like, do I not remember? Did I, um, Benoit, okay. Benoit hit Jericho with the title belt. And then, um, so Jericho, yeah, Jericho hit Benoit with the title belt while the referee was watching. Because the referee was down, like, seriously, people? Like. Like it's a good but DQ, like greatest review of all time. And then main event is the Rock defeating Triple H in a singles match for the WWE title with Shane McMahon, a special guest referee in nineteen minutes, twenty-three seconds. This is very good. This is a very, very, very good match. But honestly, this way for one of the greatest review of all time, there's a lot of filler on it. Like first match, good. Second match, good, third match, meh. Fourth match, meh. Fifth match, meh. Sixth match, meh. Seventh match, meh. Eighth match. Match, good match, ends in a DQ, ninth match, pretty, pretty, bloody awesome. Like, there's some very good stuff on the show, but there's also some bloody filler, filler, Ernest Miller. Like, you want to know why why it's one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time? Because people are nostalgic. Like, like, I get it. People are nostalgic for the Attitude Era because it's, well, the Attitude Era, but this pay-per-view is not as good as you think it is, people. It's, like, hot take. The hottest of take, maybe. I don't know. But it's, it's not, it's good, but it's not, like, great review of all time material. Like, it's just not that, like, just because your main event's good d- doesn't mean that the whole thing is good. Here's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's a good show, but it's not the goodest show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just, I I just had to throw that out there. Because I see people talking about Backlash 2000 all the time. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. I haven't seen it before. So I decided to take a look at it. And I thought it was good, but not great. Just saying. Uh, back to the greatest matches thing. Kind of got off topic there for a second with my hot fire claims about Backlash 2000. Um, so, what are we, what What now? What are we talking about? Uh, da-doi, 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 da-doi. I don't know. What am I talking about? Oh, greatest matches ever. Jeez. Um, my favorite matches. Um, Here's another bloody good shout I, uh, last year's WrestleMania, 36, not 37, so, yeah, last year's, there was some fat on it, like, did Bobby Lashley versus Aleister Black with no build at all need to be on the card? No, not really, but there was some very fun matches, like, Undertaker AJ is one of my favorites, Rhea, um, Rhea Charlotte's very good, um, what else on that card is, oh, the Triple Threat Tag Team Title match is really, really good, um. Let's actually, let's just take a look at that card. I like this. Kind of just, like, looking through cards and just, like, giving my two cents on every match. Yeah. Let's take a look at last year's WrestleMania. Because there was some very, very fun matches. Some favorites of mine there. Um, WrestleMania 36 matches. All right. Um, So, Show. Is this the whole show? Yeah, the whole show, whole show. Uh, Cesaro defeated Drew Gulak on the pre-show. That was, it was fine. I mean, it was pre-show. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in the Kabuki Warriors for the Women's Tag Team Titles. Solid enough. Op- as an, op- like, for an opener, it was a bit lackluster. But as a match, it was fine. Elias defeating Baron Corbin. The That match, I, I like both competitors. I like Elias and Corbin, to be honest with you. But that match just the storyline was kind of pants and there was no crowd like even if there was a crowd I doubt it would have had much reaction but the crowd like even because, because there was nobody there made it so much worse it just made it seem like it was like a match this that's like a match that would be on like main event or like it's like a middle of the show episode episode of like raw or smackdown like that's not a wrestlemania match uh, Becky Lynch defeated Shayna Baszler for the Romans title this match is it has a troubled legacy in my opinion it is a good match I enjoy it as a match I, I um it's solid stuff you know not nothing like phenomenal but mm, phenomenal speaking of phenomenal um we'll get to him later but um is it that good like wait what match am I talking about again oh sorry the legacy of this match the booking. So match ends with I believe um Shayna puts Becky in the Cara Feud clutch. Becky rolls over, pins Shayna Baszler well in the to clutch. Speaking of which, like she Becky needs or Shayna needs to like not fall for that match every single, or every time. Because I feel like every time she loses a big match, it's because she puts someone in that and they just roll her up out of it. She lost Kyrie Sane like that. She lost to Becky like that. Always those um those big matches, she just gets, she always loses like that, just, yeah, Um, uh, it, it, it always happens. So, yeah, uh, it made Shayna look, like, kind of an idiot, to be honest with and Becky was going out with, pre- like, she, I have to assume she knew that she was either gonna be pregnant, or there was at least some signs at that point that she was gonna be pregnant, so why wouldn't you put the title on Shayna, or at least, like, why wouldn't you have Shana win Money in the Bank? And then just give her the wrong side off that, because I feel like I like Oscar a lot. Her reign was, it was okay. I mean, she did the best with it. Her stuff with Bailey and Banks was very, very good. But like, I feel like Shayna should have held the title because Oscar, you know, she'd done the whole title thing before. Shayna needs to be legitimized as a main roster star. And look where both of them are now. Oscar came out of that title, and now she's like the mid card of the mid card. And Shayna is losing to Nikki Cross on a regular baseless, baseless basis and getting dumpstered by Alexa Bliss. So maybe you should have, maybe you should have gave Shayna the title and not have us have that troubled Raw Women's title run because it it kind of led to kind of the end of both of them. Just saying. Um, and after that, uh, Sami Zayn to Daniel Bryan IC title match. I, this match is very good. I've seen some people complain about this. This match devolves a lot into Sami Zayn, like, running away from Daniel Bryan and that kind of stuff. I quite enjoy it. Like, they do wrestle a bit, and the wrestling is very good. Um, I, I like it a lot. I like this match, personally, a lot. And I, I think Sami, it really legitimized his run as IC champion, him getting this big win. It sucks that he had to, you know, go away for COVID. I completely respect his decision. Uh, but luckily, he was able to come back and have that phenomenal IC title run. Um... But yeah, I think this match is actually very. I think it's a very fun match. Uh, and then this, the rest of the night from here. I mean, there was one, there was one not great part, but the match, the night from here on out is very good. John Morrison defeats Jimmy Uso and Kofi Kingston in a triple threat ladder match for the tag team titles. Such a fun and high flying match. Props to Jimmy Uso for working through that ACL tear because that he suffered in this match and still putting on an absolute classic. Um, and then there's. And that finish, by the way, where, like, all three of them grab the titles, more, let go, and Morrison grabs titles, but he falls off the ladder, and he ha- lands on the other. Oh, that's brutal. But a very innovative ending. And Kevin Owens defeats Seth Rollins. Another very, very good match. I quite enjoyed this. I thought it was very bloody good. I really liked it. Um, but this is the fat that I was talking about. At least just, like, a couple minutes. Braun Strowman defeating Goldberg for the Universal title. It's whatever, but at least it was short, I guess. Um. Whatever, not great. Uh, then AJ Styles versus Undertaker in a Boneyard match. Chef's kiss a thousand times. I this match is one of my favorites. I love it so much. I think it's so fun. And it, I just like it a lot, man. I think it's really, really good. And then, um, and then uh, night two. So Liv Morgan defeating Natalya on the opening match er, uh, or pre-show match, whatever. And then we open the night with this one: Charlotte defeating Rhea Ripley for the NXT one Title. Should Charlotte have won? Probably not. She didn't really need it, and Ripley suffered a lot from this loss. Uh, if I think if Triple H was booking it, I think he would have had Rhea win, but I think Vince was like, nope, Charlotte needs to go over. I think this could have been used as a way to get Rhea over big, but what I will say in Charlotte's defense is that she did, for the time she had with the NXT title, she did a good job, and she kind of um, brought in a lot of viewers to NXT. I thought she did a good job with it. And she made Ripley look like a bloody star in this match. These two had a back and forth, like a, what a woman's match. Probably one of my favorite women's matches of all time. I'd say it's either that one's really good, or Sasha versus Oscar at Extreme Rules 2016, the one with the ref. With the weird finish that a lot of people don't like, I really like the finish personally. Yeah, I'd say those two were two of my favorite women's matches of all time. I don't know. D- Bianca, speaking of at, um, women's matches and Sasha Banks. So Bianca Belair Sasha Banks match from this year, May 37th. ESPY's uh, was last night, which is like the ESPN Awards. That match won the WWE Moment of the Year. It was good. It wasn't that good. I think as a moment, I think it's a good moment. I thought it was really nice. Um, I thought the match was solid. But is it really that good? I think this match is massively overhyped by people. I don't, I'm not saying it's bad. I, lo- I, I I enjoyed it. But I thought that it was not uh, – how do I say this without being controversial? I would have put Bobby Brewer. I would have put Bobby Drew on last maybe. Or like – I don't think it was that good. Like, and I don't mean it as it was back. This is a good match, everybody. But is it as good as people say it is? Certainly not. The moment is good. Is it as good as people say it was? Did it deserve, it? here, think about it this way. Did that match deserve an SB over Bad Bunny's WrestleMania debut? No, it didn't. That was a much better moment. And the Bunny Destroyer, I would have preferred that match going on last, to be honest with you, because I think it was better. And I think it worked the crowd incredibly well. And there was two nights of WrestleMania, so don't complain. Like, I don't think it I would have it's like like WWE gave the fans what they wanted, and that's great. That's good. That's woohoo. But it's not that it's okay, but it's not great. Like it's 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 just okay, in my opinion. I just just my thoughts, just my thoughts on the matter. I'm just I'm going off on everyone here. Um Anyway, yeah, so Charlotte Reware like, very good. Alistair Black defeating Bobby Lashley. It was filler. Like, didn't need to be on the card. The build was just like cause Bobby had been in Saudi during COVID, so he couldn't be on TV. So it was just Alistair Black squashing people every week. So yeah, it was it was whatever. It was like a couple minutes. Alistair won. Nice to see him get a mania win. Shame he got released. Um after that was beating Dolph Ziggler. It was a solid match, but this wasn't about the match. It was about the, the story being told in incredible story here. Such a fun time. Speaking of, well, you know, and after that big, big high on the WrestleMania and the roller coaster, it was WrestleMania 36. WWE had to, they had to lower the coaster, bring us down with a big old drop. And that was edge beating Randy Orton. Ooh, baby, this sucked. It sucked. It was so long. It's the second longest match in Manian history. And the first one is an Iron Man match that is well decisive. Pretty recognized as, a, at the very least, a good feat and a solid match. This sucked. It was 40 minutes of sl- brawling and not even the he- heat brawling. It was just slow and slow. And it literally just, like, somebody slams their opponent the person uh, gets up at, like, 8 or 9, and since the referee take took so long counting that match, it was just them lying down for 20 seconds, and they got back up. They brawl a little longer, and then they do it again. This is not a good match. It is not a good match. Here's a question I have, though. How did the Street Profits defending their tag team titles against Angel Garza and Austin Theory get this high on the card? Like, because it's after Edge and It goes on after Edge and How? I would have had that as, like, a cool down between Otis Ziggler and Edge Orton, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, this match is, it's fine. I mean, it would have been much better with Andrade. Because Austin Theory, he wasn't bad at this point. But it was before he had fully hit, like, the stride he's currently on. So, it's not great. Like, it's solid, but not great. Definitely worse than the night before's title match. And then... um. Next up was Bailey defending her SmackDown title in the it was Fatal Five Way Elimination match. This is a good one. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, solid stuff here. Yeah, told a nice story with everyone ganging up on Tamita to start, and then um, kind of Sasha Bailey story interwoven. Good stuff. And then after that is the Acid Trip that is John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, it's it's, um, it's quite good. It's, it's quite good. Um, very, very interesting match. Very, very interesting match. But yeah, it's, it's some good stuff. Good stuff there. And then main event was Drew McIntyre beating Brock Lesnar in front of nobody. Um, good match. Actually, not really. It's like, it's a couple minutes. It's just big moves. It's fine. Would have played be- much better in front of a cloud, but in front of an empty performance center, all those just big moves in a row, are, it's just kind of lackluster of it, to be honest with you. So yeah. But in conclusion, WrestleMania 36, uh, some good stuff, some bad stuff, and some okay stuff. Uh, That's it for this kind of part. Well, I'll see. I guess we'll see in the outro. Because normally I'd be like, oh, I'll give you my final thoughts in the outro. But there's nothing to really give my final thoughts in the outro. But I will be talking about stuff in the outro. So make sure to stick around for that. I'll see you. Welcome to the outro. It's outro time. Mm, mm, mm. It's outro time. Yeah, did you like my song? I hope you like my song. It was a very good song. But it's out your time. So, in conclusion, this was an episode about my favorite matches. But it ended up just being me trashing on Backlash 2000. Because it's overrated. And me trashing on... And this is, like, the controversial opinions show. Because last week I was talking about how, like, Cesaro Reigns is his second worst title events. And um this week I was talking about how Sasha Bianca wasn't... It was good, but it wasn't great. Just just, just taking a dump on people's enjoyment of stuff. And uh, that's what I do. Make sure to, uh, here, here's a segue. Make sure to send your opinions on all this stuff and anything like that to suplexshow at gmail.com. And I'll make sure to read it out on an episode. Make sure to include a name to be shouted out by. It can be your name, a fake name, or a wrestling name. That'd be fun. Wouldn't it? Also include criticism to make the podcast better, not just it sucks, like actually ways to make it better. I'll also read that out on the show, too. Do that, please. Also, make sure to um, follow Suplex Show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Radio Wave, Breaker, wherever you listen, mate. Um, And if you can, give us a five-star review. And if not, go to those other platforms and see if you can there. Also, make sure to give us a follow on those other platforms, because we can use all the follows that we can get. Um, also make sure to follow us on Twitter at The Suplex Show and follow me on Twitter at KindPlatypus. And, um, yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Bye!